Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Sabbath Slowdown podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ashworth, and I'm glad you're here. This week, I am sick with the nasty Omicron bug, so I hope you'll excuse my odd-sounding voice and occasional throat clearing. You may notice some changes in today's episode, as I'm trying out new background music this week. I hope you like it. As a podcast listener myself, I know how much the little things matter. I hope you will leave me feedback so I know what you like and what you dislike. In today's episode, I talk about ways to find peace and rest on your chosen Sabbath, even when you don't feel peace or rest, even when it may seem impossible. I hope that it helps you find more peace and more rest on your Sabbath day. On this day in history, in 1789, the Electoral College selected George Washington as President of the United States of America, with John Adams as Vice President. This is the only presidential election that would be unanimous and would not require an additional election to determine president and vice president. Historians say President Washington set a precedent, creating tradition as he went. In a way, he established an unwritten constitution of presidency all by himself. He established the use of a presidential advisory board called a cabinet. He set an example of leaving office after two terms It is said that President Washington is the reason for over 200 years of stability in the U.S. Looking around now, not much looks stable at all. In fact, that's the opposite of what I'd call things now. Have you looked around lately? and thought to yourself, things could be better. I have COVID and I'm starting a new job and let me tell you, I wish I felt better. Depending on what's going on in your neck of the woods, you may be thinking the same thing. My issue is a little different though, because I'm isolating until I'm no longer contagious. I'm staying home from most of my responsibilities all weekend. I'm wearing pajamas and fuzzy socks that pull up to my knee. It's pretty peaceful. But what if I really didn't like the people I was here isolating with? What if my husband didn't care about me having a peaceful day or didn't care that I was sick? What if we don't have a peaceful relationship? Don't worry, we do. But for conversation's sake, What if peace is just not possible on your Sabbath? It's your living situation or your family relationships. It's a past trauma sneaking in to rear its ugly head and trigger you again and again. It's the rest of your family doesn't care about Sabbath. It's the house is messy, cluttered, needs repairs. You're living far from your family and have no help with the kids. You have schoolwork due, 
it's nagging in the back of your mind while you try to rest. A huge piece of terrible news just happened in your town or in your country. You're in the midst of a winter storm and you're worried about power outages and frozen pipes. That's my world right now in Missouri. I have to wonder how ancient Sabbath keepers might have experienced peace on Sabbath. Consider this. The Israelites practiced the Sabbath while held captive in Babylon for hundreds of years. They practiced Sabbath while wandering in the desert for 40 years. Sounds easy, right? Practicing the Sabbath is possible during times of despair and upset. In fact, if you can make Sabbath practice a weekly, non-negotiable habit, then it will be your one constant throughout all of life's ups and downs. And there will be ups and downs. Even if you have a lot going on and not a lot of it is peaceful, the Sabbath can still help you. But we make a habit of making excuses that stand in the way of our peace. Some of these excuses may sound familiar. I don't have enough money to take a day off of work for Sabbath. I can't relax when I know this terrible thing is happening to someone else. I can't rest. I have work to do or schoolwork to do. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I've heard that too many times. If we really think about it, we can always find a reason to not observe a Sabbath. In my church and many others, there is a common greeting, Happy Sabbath. In the Jewish tradition, they say Shabbat Shalom. It's like saying good morning, even though you don't know if the person you are greeting is having a good morning. What if the Sabbath isn't happy, like they say in my church? What if it isn't peaceful, like they say in Jewish tradition? What if it seems impossible to get to peace or happiness on Sabbath? When things are turned upside down, make sure you still practice your Sabbath day of rest. This consistent rest day will be better overall, even when you're in a turbulent time of life. Consider these tips for your Sabbath, even when times are tough, even when peace and rest, happiness and joy seem so far away. Get up at the normal time. Don't waste your day away sleeping. Odds are, if you ordinarily wake up early, you may feel like garbage if you sleep in unnecessarily. Do something you love to do. This could be a class, an individual or group activity, a hobby, anything you love, do it. Take a bath, add all the salt and all the bubbles. If you have a giant jacuzzi tub, that's a bonus. Turn on music and light candles and just soak it up. Quiet time only for you. Get together with a friend, grab coffee or make time for a FaceTime call share a dinner, do something creative. This can be drawing, sewing, writing, painting, anything. Being creative can also help you process the stuff you're going through. Get outside. Spend time outside with your bare feet touching the earth. Take a walk, play fetch with the dogs, 
sit on your porch and enjoy a cup of tea. Finally, treat yourself. Eat that dessert you've been craving but haven't let yourself have. Drink the fancy coffee. Sit down and really enjoy that treat. If you're dieting, let your Sabbath be your indulgence day and enjoy it. The point is not to ignore the things you're going through, but allowing yourself the space to rest even when life is not peaceful. The Sabbath is not an escape. It is not ignoring your problems or the problems of the world. They will still be there when you come back to your daily life. The Sabbath is a retreat. To retreat is to withdraw. It's about collecting yourself. It's about recovering. You aren't running from your life, but rather withdrawing from the problems to rest. You are better able to deal with the problems of life when you're properly rested. If you have marital problems, you'll be a better husband or wife if you are taking care of yourself. If you have family problems, you'll be a better sister or brother, son or daughter, if you're taking care of your spirit. If you have work problems, you'll be more productive when you're resting on your day off. The fact is, not every Sabbath will be peaceful, but you can experience peace every Sabbath. Some things I do on Sabbath that help me find peace during stressful times is read. I read my Bible and I also love to read other fiction and nonfiction books. I also love to spend time with my kids and my husband. We go outside or play games. I like to color also. I use colored pencils and I usually have a great coloring book. My family chooses to attend church on Sabbath as well, though it isn't always peaceful when we have responsibilities there. Mainly I find peace in my family on Sabbath. I think all of us can. If you have issues with your family, then look for peace in your chosen family on your Sabbath. Your chosen family is your circle of friends that you choose to spend your time and share your life with. This is your family, so find peace with them. When all else fails, look to the people you love to find peace and rest. And make sure you do rest. Your simple Sabbath recipe for this week is Sick Day Soup from thegraciouspantry.com. This recipe uses chicken broth quite a bit, and if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, I'm sure you are excellent at substituting, so keep that in mind. This recipe calls, calls for 8 cups of chicken broth no sugar added, and low sodium. One teaspoon celery seed, one teaspoon garlic powder, four large eggs, and two cups cooked quinoa or pasta, 
Um, we make homemade dumplings when we make sick day soup. In a large pot, combine broth, celery seed, and garlic. Bring this to a boil. Then add your grain or pasta or dumplings. When everything is warmed through, turn the heat off and whisk in your eggs quickly and then remove the pot from the heat. Allow this to cool and then serve it. This can be sipped on throughout the day or used as meals. It's excellent for bringing up energy and it is very um, calming to a throat that is on fire. <laughs> Enjoy! One of my favorite things about winter is how visible the stars are and how large the night sky seems. This little reading for your nature lover's moment is from a collection called The Treasure Chest, edit edited by Charles L. Wallace. It's been gifted to me by my grandmother, my mom's mom. This little reading is called Celestial Mathematics by Henry Sloan Coffin. The naturalist William Beebe tells of visits he made to Theodore Roosevelt, another naturalist. After an evening's talk in Roosevelt's home at Sagamore Hill, the two men would go out on the lawn and gaze up at the sky and see who first could detect the faint spot of light mist beyond the low left-hand corner of the great square of Pegasus, and then one or the other would recite, That is the spiral galaxy of Andromeda. It is as large as our Milky Way. It is one of a hundred million galaxies. It is 750,000 light-years away. It consists of 100 billion suns, each larger than our sun. After an interval, Beebe reports, Mr. Roosevelt would grin at him and say, Now I think we are small enough. Let's go to bed. Don't we all need that reminder sometimes? We are small in the grand scheme of things, and our problems the things that steal our peace on our Sabbath day. Those problems are even smaller than we are. Your Get Started tip this week is simple. Find peace on Sabbath by putting the things you can't control out of your mind on Sabbath. If a relationship is giving you grief and you cannot fix it, then simply don't interact with that person on your Sabbath. This may be tough if it's your spouse, but you can agree to set differences aside on this day. And remember, we will have an episode coming up about problematic relationships. 
If a work or school situation is stealing your peace, put that out of your mind by putting out all of your work or school stuff. Put it away until after your Sabbath hours. Out of sight, out of mind. Fill your time instead and your mind with other things. This rejuvenation will help you sort out those issues in the long run anyway. If the global situation is causing you distress this week on your Sabbath, consider volunteering or doing something similar that might contribute to improving the world. Cook for someone who needs it. Donate blankets to a local warming shelter. Take a family in need shopping. If some local piece of news is weighing on your heart, you can do something similar. Reach out to someone who is hurting. Make brownies for local law enforcement. Dream up something on your own to to touch someone's heart. I've found that serving others is a great way to lift my spirits on Sabbath, and in general. So, start there. And maybe we'll have an episode all about giving and service in the near future. Until then, stay rested. This has been the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, where we learn to slow our pace and find our place. Make sure you subscribe for easy access to future episodes. If you'd like to support the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, share it with your friends and leave a review everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you and stay safe until next week.